All right. Today I am joined by Mr. Jordan Stout, who I had a very interesting conversation with. I think is about nine months ago or something like that, uh, about the same time it takes to make a baby. Uh, <laughs> now he's back today. And uh, I was going to write a bunch of notes and stuff because I wanted to talk about something really cool. Um, but I haven't done that. I was just uh, thinking we could just uh, sort of shoot the shit. But the one thing I wrote to you earlier, which is quite a serious question to start my introduction with for my listener, is did our ancestors ever stare into hive mind AI techne, an insect in a machine which sees and knows all? It wishes to insert itself into the holy sanctum of God, the DNA of our ancestors. Perhaps they did. One could find such tales in the Bible or the Veda. We and Avatar. And uh, I welcome you, young Avatar. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you for having me on again. Um, I think it's been a, I think it's been a little over nine months, actually. I don't remember exactly. It might have been last uh july or august something like that actually yeah i have no idea i thought it was like nine months but i can find out but uh how have you been doing you live in the south now or something in georgia uh no well i i uh, i spent about two months there um in the spring mm -hmm. uh because i was working for uh, a project called ralston college mm. uh, um which is now finally uh, somewhat off the ground. Um, Jordan Peterson is the the chancellor of the college, which is you know it's more of a figurehead role than anything, honestly. But um, he's I, I met him uh, among other people, and uh, that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Considering uh, the impact he's had on me, um, you know, at least as a as kind of a you know he he was sort of the springboard for me in many ways intellectually. Uh, you know, and exploring sort of my foray into, um, well, I guess, general self-improvement, but also, you know, uh, more academic things like, like philosophy itself uh, and theology, maybe you could yeah. say. He's been uh, a very, he has been and continues to be a very important figure. Um, I really uh, don't want to do a whole lot of COVID talking tonight with you, uh, but just here in Norway, when I've gotten to know some people who, they come from different backgrounds, but they all have one thing in common uh, when I tend to agree with them. And that is that they all go to Mr. Peters, Peterson's talks and the people who seem the most enthralled by the woke botnet ai thing ai techne whatever the buggy in their head they seem to get really mad as soon as you say his name so something's being done right by him and by the people who follow him i would suppose <laughs> <laughs> yeah certainly certainly i think he's um you know i mean i i think he, i think he's gone uh like I, I don't listen to much of his stuff that he puts out anymore um you sort of become less interesting to me um as time has gone on and i think that's you know it's it's not just him you know uh although i think he has sort of changed in terms of the content he puts out and sort of where his focus is but um 
but also me, you know, myself just kind of growing, sort of growing out of Peterson, if you, if you could say that. Um, but, you know, I still haven't, I still like to read. I haven't read Maps of Meaning, which is, his, you know, sort of his, his major work, right? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's still tons to find in that. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, um, and he's, he's very, I think, you know, from, from, you know, the few, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes total, 15 minutes total I had sort of talking to him uh, one-to-one uh, across, you know, like a few interactions. He seemed, uh, you know, pretty, like he was, he was pretty much as I expected him to be um, perhaps even more soft-spoken uh, than, than I, you know, would have expected. Um, but he, yeah. you know, he was also, he's also been dealing with some health things too. So, you know, I think, I think that that was an element of it as well. Um, but yeah, he's definitely, uh, you know, he, he's, I think, I think we, people will, will remember him in, and in, in a mostly positive light, I think, well, at least, at least we will. Yeah, except his haters, of course, but they, they, sure. they'll remember all kinds of people in a very bad way. And then all those people were just trying to get them to not send their kid to a clinic to cut their penis off. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's just like, well, fuck, you know, fuck you. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, but uh, what has your journey been? I just saw now that the last time we talked, you're right, it's more than nine months. It was in uh, July 2021. Yeah, uh, so okay. uh, what has been happening since then? I do see that you have gotten quite swole and into some uh, advanced bodybuilding, I would say. You're not an amateur. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I, I would say I'm still in the sort of amateur intermediate realm of things. Uh, you know, I've only been, you know, really seriously kind of training for two years, three, perhaps three years total, but um, like two years now. I've, I've been more consistent. Um, but yeah, I, I've bodybuilding has, has become one of the most, uh, I guess you could say prevalent forces in my life. Mm. Um, more, you know, I thought that, uh, well, so, I mean, basically I, I was in a gap year, I took a gap year and now I'm in, you know, sort of what would be a second gap year, uh, from high school. Mm. And, uh, you know, I feel almost no, feel almost no impulse to go to, uh, to attend a university. Um, you know, there's a few reasons for that. The COVID thing certainly hasn't helped with that. Um, but I, I did go actually in June, I went to England. I had left uh, America for the first time. I went to England. I went to Cambridge, University of Cambridge, uh, because there was an academic in, um, in Georgia, when I, when I was working there, who's associated with, with Ralston College, uh, if, if it isn't translatable to action, you know, if it's not a philosophy of action, mm. what is it really? Uh, you know, one particular academic I met there who I, who I was expecting perhaps to, you know, be this, be someone I was, uh, you know, at least interested in uh, learning from, uh, but even you know as a model for who I who I could be, 
you know, I found myself really disconnected and disappointed, oh. you know? So I sort of, this year, I guess, has been sort of me really, um, you know, starting to feel out more of, you know, who, who I really want to be. And uh, I, I really realized that I was sort of, uh, I was on a path that maybe wasn't exactly um, the one I wanted. So, yeah, lots has happened, actually. <laughs> Yo, and are you 20 now or 21? Uh, I'm 19. Wait, you're 19, 19 yeah. yeah. I was talking to you when you were just a kid last time. <clears throat> but I think it's really cool to talk to you because uh, it's just interesting to uh, to see your development. And you knew so much from uh, such an early age. And I'm sitting here with a bunch of books down my <laughs> in my basement office. Um uh, but yeah, I feel you with the, the whole academia thing, <clears throat> but that's a topic we discussed uh, the last time as well. But, uh, you know, it's because academia is falling into this bigger thing, whatever, like, I, it's gonna, well, people are maybe tired of hearing it now, but it is like the start of some sort of new world order with omnism and all kinds of weirdness happening everywhere with DMTs, psychedelic cults and woke people and nationalists and whatever. It's just totally crazy with just the AI in the background collecting all the info on who we are anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, you know, it's these people in academia, it just, even, even if you have dissenting views, it's like how, how much power do you have? How much leverage do you have? If your income is dependent on, you know, these people, saying you know at least having some you know you have you, ha you have to tread a line essentially even if you're an academic and that's not it's just I, i'm just not really interested in that like I, I don't you know it's partly you know my financial awakening you know at mm. least in concept uh has been you know more recently this past year has been more like you know i i i really you know there's there's a flood coming and mm. You know, I don't want, I don't want to be, you know, it's, I don't know how much like Andrew Tate you've listened to, <laughs> but, uh, mm, not you know, too much. He, yeah, well, he's, you know, I mean, he obviously isn't like, he isn't, he isn't the model, um, you know, for how necessarily I would want to live my life. Um, but he is right about one thing and that's that. You know, there, there are forces all over in, in every corner of our, uh, of our, really, of our pseudo-reality that are trying to pull you down into the matrix. You know, mm. This is a, it's a very real force, you know, mm. I, I feel it more than ever. And uh, so, yeah, I guess, you know, it's like, you know, I spend, what is the point in spending, like, like where, where, where is it going to get me? to you know spend six eight ten years in academia uh thinking thinking i'm making a difference or thinking i'm you know or even just you know realizing that i can't and sort of having to lay low but now i'm already in debt and like you know like you're already in right uh, you know how, like where where does that where does that get me in 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 today's world where uh you know where money is 
is uh, becoming this this thing that you know. And after after COVID again, we don't you know if you don't want to talk too much COVID, but the uh, you know the mask mandates, like any of these things, right? The, the vaccine, like the re- seeing people have to you know seeing seeing people I know like have to cave on these things because you know they need money is like you know that was sort of the ultimate awakening for me mm. not to mention all of the you know um sort of the whole the whole crumbling of uh, uh science for me as a as a academic uh, official science as uh you know as as anything uh worth um trusting or you know viewing it as 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 something that's you know oh it's just science like it's 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 uh you know this a this amoral you know uh force these people just basically made me realize that these people are and these companies are not out they they do not care about your health at all they're 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 strictly out you know out for profit um you know this awakened me to you know the food and the, the crisis that we have uh in our food supplies and, and what we eat especially here in america it's, mm. it's Unbelievable! Unbelievable! I mean, it's it's actually I actually think the food is the source of, you know, many of our problems. I, I don't think people are even thinking. I don't think they're like their brains are even working properly because because their guts are so dist- are so destroyed that there's you know, they 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 can't uh, they can't they can't even think of ways to escape escape the escape the matrix. Like they're you know, it's it's a whole you know, and this people you start talking about these things, people start saying conspiracy, conspiracy, but it, it's, it's, it's become so obvious to me that, that these things are, you know, these things are real and these things are happening. Yes. It's become obvious to me <clears throat> as well. It was obvious last year, but it's becoming increasingly obvious. Uh, but I'm, I'm not making any big changes in my lifestyle, except I have my little sub stack and I write and I think, and whatever I'm, writing a few books that's long delayed but i want them to be of the quality that i think they should be before i actually publish them um but i don't really know exactly what's going on but it seems like to me it seems just increasingly uh like the warning you find in ancient texts uh, such as the bible where the revelation is a big thing. It just seems kind of like that. And honestly, I don't really think that there is a way to escape it. But there is a way to turn into sort of like a hero archetype and go against it and actually sort of put it in its place. But I, you know, this dude might listen to me now. Uh, I have... I have many different friends. One is a doctor. One is uh, really into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and whatever. And he's having, he's making a lot of money right now and talking to, to BlackRock and traveling to Switzerland and whatever. They're not actually evil people. They're just a company and they're just going to try to grow and to make money and whatever. But I really feel like, you know, it is this AI technique hive mind thing and attempt at doing that at the very least but it also seems like a cope and an 
an over exaggeration that's why i'm not sold on anything yet uh, but this theory of the matrix that they're like whatever trying to create well in order for them to actually create it they need the heavy metals from the earth to actually do it and uh, when china takes taiwan soon they won't have that anymore so there's like I, it seems like sort of like the technocrats they they like really worship themselves and think that they're so special and whatever and they're just gonna flex their <laughs> whatever um their power into the world but it seems like they kind of fucked up a little bit you know what i mean i don't think they'll be able to actually implement it well i agree i i think i'm i think i'm fundamentally optimistic about um you know about how things will, will turn out i think they'll probably get much worse for the better but you know yeah i mean this is you know, like someone like Mark Zuckerberg should 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 have never had should have never obtained the status that he, the status and the wealth and the power that he has. I mean, he's he's he's. I mean, he's a loser, right? Like he's these these technocrats. They they essentially you know created these. Uh, they're they they created the, everything they built is out of cope, like like. You know, he what like what is Facebook, right? And in, in some in, in in one real sense, it's it's a it's a voyeuristic sort of uh, enterprise, mm. right? And so and so, what is he doing now? He's he's okay. Well, the the metaverse, right? It's it's just the fulfillment of you know of sort of the unconscious, uh, the unconscious, or maybe the you know the shadow sort of element of. Of uh, of, Mar of of Zuckerberg of, of these of these technocrats who who aren't really fit for the world they aren't really fit for reality reality itself you know they would they would have never been selected by a woman organically like like they're 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 not uh, they're not natural phenomena the 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 sort of tech overlords that's they're true these, can I know, shoot something in here real quick sure. That's one of the major reasons why I never, <clears throat> I've never much respected, like, because I've had discourse with all types of people. And it, it's not like I'm not a libtard who hates myself. It, you probably know that. But I'm not like a white ethnocentric person either, or a Eurocentric, like, sort of admirer, like, yes, recreated civilization and whatever. Because the thing is, IQ, the, the thing about IQ, because a lot of people who fall into those like things, and I've met a lot of them online, who have these like great ideas, and they're like very often in, I don't know how else to term it, they're like in sort of like a crypto Bitcoin, uh, white ethnocentric mm -hmm. sort of sphere, because like, oh yeah, we need to uh, fix the problem of the IQ. But that is what IQ is. IQ is it's a thing that's selected as why it is associated with civilization. You don't need to have an IQ above 90 to be the best hunter-gatherer in your tribe. You really do not. There is no use for it above 110 
if you live in any sort of primitive society. It only happened after, as a consequence of civilization. I still admire European civilization. It's not like I hate it or anything. Like I'm not trying to diss it, but it's this thing where people, it's sort of like a cognitive dissonance because they, they hate on these nerves and whatever, and they hate on the technique creeping in, but then at the same time, they want it to just fit their own ego or whatever in a way that they can like denounce other people. Uh, and I'm not talking about you now at all, but it just like, it's a thing that's been getting on my nerve increasingly because their main thing is that they're smarter than others and IQ is so good, but at the same time, they're the first to acknowledge that having these nerds reproduce at a higher rate outside of the natural <clears throat> selection scheme uh, is not good. But they're the one, you know what I mean? That is yeah, what yeah. IQ is when it develops properly and sufficiently. And now, of course, IQ will lend itself useless to AI, supposedly. Uh, I guess, you know, the scheme that I'm seeing is just like, for instance, with Ukraine and Iran, where it's like, okay, we're going to fuck up the entire society, bomb everything. And then the only thing you're going to have is Starlink and Bitcoin and crypto and uh, these QR codes. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like a locust swarm that's just creeping across the, the earth. And then, you know, the other option you have is like Xi Jinping. And if you just look at what's happening in China, it's not good either. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's, I mean, there's definitely a contradiction there, right? Everyone um, gets their own cognitive dissonance these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, maybe I suppose we all have it to some degree with, 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 with something, right? But, um, over, you know, it's... Yeah, but at a higher sort of like archetypical, ego archetypical pathway level, yeah. cognitive dissonance i feel like it's going on a lot right now um but you know it doesn't matter like it's fine as long as we can uh id it and come to terms with it like we all have it and whatever but i just think it's kind of funny like how some people think that like iq is like a virtue or whatever um I was not going to talk much about COVID, but here in Norway, we have like a club for people who have 130 plus in IQ. Uh, you probably have it over there, the Mensa, Mensa club. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, there, there's like a woman here in Norway uh, who's like, I don't know, she's, she creeps me out, okay? And her name is Ingeborg, and she calls herself Ingeborg Borg like a Borg uh, on Twitter. And uh, she's been like uh, going out against all the anti-vaxxers, you know, in the media and whatever. And mm -hmm. she got uh, the IQ, like the Mensa prize of the year because she had been combating misinformation. But then like, you know, it's like, what the fuck? These people are like that ferret experiment. So that's not really an, a high IQ thing to do, to like uh, willingly, turn into a ferret into, into in an experiment you think that suggests high iq at all i think it's just retardation yeah. honestly myself. yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah the high the high iq bug man is yeah 
is becoming the it's it's becoming what our society selects for, and it's a, it's a really big problem. I mean the I think what you know what matters more is instinct, right? I think I think and I, and those things are definitely separate. Instinct and intuition. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean that's what we're that's what we're severely severely lacking uh, now. It's just this 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 sort of you know quote unquote rationality, mm. uh, you know that that you know that Nietzsche at least said you know the origin of that problem goes all the way back to Socrates, but. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, it's also why I think that, you know, and the, over the last year since we've last talked, I've, I think we talked about Nietzsche a little bit last time as well, but uh, I've definitely gotten more, gone, gone uh, a little deeper into Nietzsche as well, and I'm sure I still will for, for many years, uh, but, you know, his, his description of the last man, right, the last man that is you know, the, essentially the opposite of the Ubermensch or the, or the, the Superman, the Overman. The last man is, I mean, it's literally the, the, the men that we see today all over the place. I mean, it, it, that, that's, he's describing literally what's happening now. It, it's, it's an unbelievable thing to, uh, you know, to read what he wrote um, yeah, about that... the last man, you know, this, this sort of uh, this, this this hyper moralistic like uh you know just uh hedonistic you know lethargic exhausted type of you know forever exhausted kind of person uh, that that just yeah <laughs> this, yeah i mean soyaks. literally that's 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 what it is <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i've yeah, read a just, lot of Nietzsche. everywhere you know it's been a long time since i read nietzsche but i've read most of his stuff. I got into Nietzsche and Jung and philosophy and whatever, I don't know, 14 years ago, something like that. And then since that, I've just been on the journey. But uh, I'm going more and more, as maybe you've noticed to some extent, like into uh, Christianity, but not like uh, Bible thumping or whatever, but uh, in more like the... I'm reading a lot of material in greek these days and in latin and i have all these tomes and books and collected works of plato and whatever and uh it gets a bit repetitive sometimes but there's some real good hidden gems there and what i have come to find uh myself that's been quite useful is that i've been able to through this process be able to see all the shit happening now uh, through this scope where like pretty much everything that I see in the schizo chants and in the dissonant communities and whatever and I've uh, sort of like unmasked some of them as well and they've noticed and then so they don't want to talk to me anymore uh, because a lot of people right now they are fronting like a spiritual mysticism according to themselves but really uh they're just taking these more ancient ideas and rebranding their chosen ideology in the guise of spirituality in order to sort of trick them and we see this with the bolsheviks and the nazis as well they did that to radicalize 
young men to give them this like sort of spiritual appearance and uh, i don't know if you've heard about alexander dugin but he's become quite uh, a lot of people have been talking about him lately and i've read a lot of his stuff too and uh, he was also in these like underground whatever uh, cults and stuff like that in in russia and that's like sort of like how they hook people but then it really just goes back to some basic and prime things that plato and socrates would disagree about but they've added all this shit on top of it that's really actually useless <laughs> and now this does not uh, involve nietzsche really but it's just you know uh i i find that interesting i really I'm, I'm still in academia as you know i've been subject to a lot of weird stuff i've been uh they've tried to remove me a couple of times they've through a process that i can go more in detail into if you want but it was just weird it felt like the inquisition like literally they were accusing me of things that wasn't even real that only they were doing <laughs> and i that's right, exactly yeah. what the inquisition did right yeah yeah no i mean that's you know the gaslighting is sort of characteristic of you know these of uh well yeah of these people you know it's infinite projection and that sort of thing yeah but yeah i i um i've heard of i've definitely heard of duke and i haven't read anything uh directly from him uh, but he seems like an interesting figure. I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I heard something about like a like a Nazi connection or whatever. But um, you know, and he he seems to be sort of into mysticism, and it, maybe there's some similarity there with like uh, with with Julius Evola, which I haven't really read either, but I'm aware of. What I would say with that is that <clears throat> I don't discourage anyone from getting into that, but I've read a, a bit into that as well. When it when it comes to the Bolsheviks and the Nazis and the mis, mystery clubs and whatever, the occultist lodges and all that type of shit, it's all the same type of stuff, really. It's just that they they like sort of put a bit of a different cloak on it every time. But it always turns into, in the end, a sort of like anti-human thing um when it comes to dugan he's obviously smart he's not stupid or anything uh but i just what i have found really interesting is how how fascinated he is with uh alistair crowley and his ties to a french politician his name is christian boucher and he is involved with the Front National, uh, whatever, like far-right political group in France. And Christian Boucher, he wrote his PhD on Alistair Crowley in relation to uh, radicalization, political radicalization and instability and how to achieve that. And that is Dugan's whole thing that he is saying that he wants to do in the West is to create these lodges and create these movements in the West that will recruit people that shall go against the dominant and reigning system in a manner that mimics exactly the sort of 
propaganda techniques uh, that the Nazis and the Bolsheviks employed. But I wouldn't call him a Nazi. I would. I, I would not. I wouldn't hesitate to say that Dugan is a Satanist. Honestly, is what I think. I think he's a Satanist. Be, but you know, I don't really. I don't have it in my head right now why he is, but it's just what I've found out that he, he probably is a Satanist, like a real Satanist, not a Luciferian or whatever, but like that he, I don't know, it seems like he, he has a thing for these occult powers. And I don't even necessarily believe that those occult powers hold any real power, but they do if people believe in them. That's the power they hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he? Does he? Uh, is he publicly a Christian? Yes, <clears throat> he is a leader yeah, of right. a Christian think tank, an Orthodox Christian think yeah. tank. Mm. But he, uh, well, first of all, his first wife, uh, he met her in an underground sort of like punk uh, scene of these like sort of dissidents. Um, and they called themselves the orders, the order of the black SS, <laughs> like just really edgy kids. Um, but he was like 20 when he met her and she was 30 and they had like a kid. And after that, she became the first open lesbian in Russia. Oh, it's just like weird, you know, there's yeah, like layers pretty... of weirdness upon weirdness with that Dugan character. <laughs> uh, that, it's just really strange, all of it. And that yeah. also makes me wonder, like, what the fuck is even going on with this dude, you know? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, besides that, nothing new has happened, except, yeah, they they went after me for a little bit, and... I know for sure that they listen to my podcast or something like that. They must. Uh, so I don't give a shit. And, you know, uh, a lot of it has been worthless, but some has not. And in particular, <clears throat> the Philological Institute is there. Uh, philology, which is basically the philosophy of language. And to go there, it costs $360 a year. Wow. Yeah, that is uh, that's unfathomable to <laughs> to to no way. Like yeah. Sorry, seven hundred twenty dollars a year because it's twice a year. You have to pay three sixty. Yeah, that's still that's still like nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is nothing. You know, um, I'm a big critiquer of collectivism myself. I really see the dangers, like in collectivism, obviously. But I also do think that there are some baseline functions, for instance, a higher education. You know, it's not like it's it has to be free, like uh, education needs to be free for all the retards of the world, you know, to go do feminist dance therapy. But I really do think that there is something to be said about a sort of welfare social system uh, to some extent, but that's crumbling all over the place. Even, you know, Norway has big cracks in many things right now and no one wants to admit what the issue even is here. You know, it's just weird. Mm -hmm. It's a clown show everywhere as you're probably well aware. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I, I, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly how I feel about. Well, I'm certainly not a libertarian. I wouldn't call myself libertarian. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, you know, my position is not that all collectivism is bad or anything like that. Certainly not. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I don't think you can really have a culture without having some, you know, um, you can't, it's not like everybody can be completely disparate entities. Uh, and there, and there can, if, if, if you want, you know, a real culture to, you know, to flourish, uh, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I, I've been, I've been, I guess, drawn to, or, or very interested in, in, in the Greeks, um, just, you know, in, well, I guess in how they, particularly in how they viewed the body, um, but also, uh, but also just how, you know, they sort of, how they organized, uh, how they organized their, their civilizations, you know, obviously it was very different depending on the, on the city state, uh, but, you know, even Rome, it's just, there, there's sort of a, I think fundamentally what we, what we lack in the West, uh, and I think this is, you know, maybe on the surface what somebody like, certain people like Vola or, or Dugan sort of get at, um, or maybe what they're really appealing to is sort of this, this spiritual longing for, for sort of the, you know, just the energy of the West, right? This is sort of, this is something that I think Nietzsche felt, Nietzsche felt greatly and that he, you know, he, he sort of, he presented Socrates as sort of the, the, the antithesis of this or, the, you know, sort of the opposite really, um, I think he said, I'm going to butcher the quote, but he, he said something like the, you know, the, um, the downfall of Greek culture basically began with, with Plato and Socrates. Um, and I think there's something really, really interesting and true in that, uh, sort of that, that there's a, the original energy of the West, the original, uh, feeling that inspires people to build, you know, civilizations that inspires people to, you know, to become great is it's, it's deeper than, than rationality, right? It's deeper than, it's deeper than, uh, philosophy or, or, or these sorts of things. Um, and that's, that's also, I think, related to um, the body, viewing the body as a, as a really as, as the, uh, the origin point or, the, or the, the, the center of culture rather than, you know, the soul or something like that. This sort of abstract conception of the soul that, that you know, maybe Plato and really, I guess, Christianity uh, in, in some sense inherited from you know from plato because it is you know christianity is very much so platonism I, I would say um in lots of ways anyway uh so that's yeah i mean that's sort of an idea i've been wrestling with uh because I, I do i do really think that if people you know it's so obvious to me how how important diet and nutrition and uh exercise and you know just being aware of the body it can, can completely change how you view the world. I mean, I, I became, you know, my politics completely changed once I started to become, once I, once I started bodybuilding, right? Like once I, once I had to get things in order for, to, to pursue that and the, the feeling of fulfillment from that completely changed my worldview. Hmm. Yeah. 
<clears throat> that's interesting. Um, yeah, when it goes to the body and uh, the sensation of the world and also what's at stake and what type of work you have to put into it to actually get there. That's something that will change your frame of mind <clears throat> for sure. Uh, when it comes to uh, Christianity, there's certain elements, like you could say, I've simplified it before. How did I simplify this again? That, uh, yeah, uh, the Orthodox Eastern Church, that's kind of like more in the spirit of Plato uh, by virtue of uh, appearances. And then you have the Socratic and the scholastic method, which uh, eventually, well, I heard someone sort of like liken that to Freud and his categorization of different whatever things that were wrong, but I really do not like Freud anymore so I can't speak too much about that. But <clears throat> Christianity also has a huge difference from Plato, uh, metaphysically, um, in where, you know, I take a lot of inspiration from Plato and I named my dog Plato, uh, but not because I admire him much or anything. I just thought, thought it was kind of funny. Uh, but when it comes to Plato's sort of like uh, real, like the, the cave allegory, but also his insight, like, I think the reason why he, he got the insight of the higher forms and whatever is because he went to the Oracle in Delphi, which is what great philosophers of that age and time did. They went to the Oracle of Delphi and then uh, they were given a brew which showed them all the mysteries of the universe. And I'm pretty sure that was some sort of psychedelic group probably has something to do with DMT where you trip balls and maybe your consciousness goes out and then you see these hyper realities up in four or 5d or inside perhaps of four and 5d. And, uh, but that's what I find so interesting. There's a dude named uh, Wolfgang Smith, an old German physicist who is a Christian apologetic who goes into a lot of this stuff and uh, he's a genius. He uh, finished his mathematics degree when he was like 19 or something. He's worked for NASA, the space agency and whatever. And he met Einstein when he was a kid. And he goes into a lot of that stuff that there's something deeper with the ancients and especially the Holy Trinity, which is like sort of like the brand of Christianity, the mysticism of the Holy Trinity, because the Holy Trinity really what it means is the atom or the atom that cannot be divided, supposedly, uh, and the Chaldean triad of love, faith and truth, where faith is the highest form. Love and truth are also high. Um, but uh, in his discoveries into quantum physics, what he is proclaiming, now keep in mind he's 92 years old, but he is uh, saying that in the universities and whatever, and even in STEM, they are presenting a scientific worldview that is not correct. And that the top scientists of the world, the people working on these CERN type of projects and whatever, 
they know by now that there exists a God, like a phenomenon that you would, would call God because you wouldn't have anything else that you really could call it. Now, of course, in the Abrahamic religion and whatever, it gets a bit more specific. And I take issue with many things of the ancient testament like for instance circumcision and stuff like that but who's to say that that has not just been placed there uh so obviously i don't take the bible on its word word for word but i really think it's very important to read it and understand it to some extent if you want to be an academic in the west and just 30, 40 years ago, if you wanted to be an academic in theology or in the classics, you had to learn Latin, Greek, or Hebrew, one of them. You had to learn one of them and actually master it, you know, and that has been completely lost, except in the realm of theology and other specialized fields. I have no faith in academia myself anymore. I especially have no faith in the church, seeing what I've seen, how it is being infiltrated and subverted by, um, we call it mulverp in Norwegian, moles. It's these animals, you know, who make holes on the ground. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of moles, you know, and their mission is to destroy the church and to destroy the faith and to destroy our culture and our society. You know, it's a demoralization campaign going on. And uh, what's so sort of fucked up is the way that it is happening from foreign states. Uh, but you have China, that's one actor, uh, Russia, another actor, Israel, another actor, Saudi Arabia, another actor, and then you have the United States. Like I would say, yeah, China, Russia, Israel, Saudi Arabia, and the United States. That's the five big ones. And they're all fronting something really fucked up, like upon the world. Like you can see now the Biden regime, as I like to call it, uh, they have these like drag shows in Ecuador to promote inclusivity or whatever. You know, it's they're all just sort of like pumping out demoralization and dysfunction in order to hit each other or i don't really know what the fuck they think they're doing it's sort really weird <laughs> yeah well this is i mean this is the i suppose the question is always like is this just is this a natural is this the natural wave well, i guess no matter what it is it is the it is what what's meant to happen right it's sort of like the wave of history is just taking us there but you know are these people acting consciously or unconsciously right like is there is there just is there just this yeah this like you know this this uh ai bug phenomenon sort of hive mind thing going on becoming um you know uh trans and uh, you know like un unable to uh, you know distinguish what is natural and what is not and you know I, again like i i think this actually goes back to the food i mean the the at least you know especially in the west like i mean literally our you know men's bodies are becoming like women's bodies i mean the the whole alex jones turning the frogs gay thing like he 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 wasn't kidding like like these when um uh, what i forget exactly what it was but i i mean these so it, it was when uh 
these frogs were actually like being exposed to end endocrine disrupting chemicals and such. I mean, they literally were turning female. I mean, this this actually happens, right? It's, yeah. It's complete. So 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 that's you know the the diet that we have now, where you know it's just sort of this abundance of of refined wheat and sugar and uh, well, that's you know, about to run out. <laughs> soybean oil and all these things yeah well, but that, yeah, maybe. that's about to run out now really soon <laughs> and in a dramatic fashion <laughs> it's gonna be weird <laughs> just all these people used to their popcorn and marvel movies and booster shots and then suddenly <laughs> they don't have shit to make even a vaccine it's like there's gonna be people who's like no the world is ending because i can't get my vaccine you know <laughs> it's like yeah. if you can't get your shot you're gonna die <laughs> the big mean world is gonna kill you <laughs> yeah it's 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 unbelievable i mean it's just you know but yeah i mean it's, it's literally literally i mean it's, it's just it, it's sort of a you know it's a natural the, the, the sort of uh insanity uh that we're seeing is just it's it's just a natural symptom of of um of our bodies being destroyed and then our minds being destroyed as a result and our souls being destroyed as a you know as as a final sort of blow right i mean it's so this yeah. is i mean this also goes to my point about the bodies you know being sort of this the, the the origin point of these things right even or just the gut you could even say hmm. the gut health you know is is so so important yeah, you're totally right in that, though. That is completely true. Um, that the, the things are... Uh, well, the, the fortitude of the intellectual faculty and the spiritual uh, soul is uh, tied together with the diet and, and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of this makes... A whole lot of sense too um i think there is an element of the bug and the ai uh, already in play um i think a lot of people that you see acting in certain ways and like if you just uh, go go to libs tiktok and see some of the craziest examples there uh honestly what i think is going on is that i think they have parasites honestly that's why I think it's happening. Uh, I got on the parasite cleanse pill about a year ago. My wife got there even before me. I just found it really interesting because I follow some supremely red-pilled people online who I don't agree with on everything. Um, but they got into that like whole thing. You need to cleanse yourself of parasites. But it was just so interesting. My wife got onto that like six months before they had even heard of it. But she never spends time figuring out anything it was sort of like natural for her so she went on a parasite cleanse and uh, i'm i'm doing it now as well but uh yeah i i think a lot of it is uh i think it's parasitic honestly it's like with mice you know uh when they get in contact with cat poop and then they get this parasite and in, inside of them and then they don't fear the cat anymore and uh, that's what I think. I, th I don't know something with the vaccines or or whatever and the food or something. It's, well, it's, it's something's not right everything. with people I, anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's ninety percent the food. Mm -hmm. uh, there's and then there's you know there's also the fact that our hormones are. I mean, the the food destroys our hormones, right? We're not 
so the whole thing with like not eating saturated fat right this there's been this this massive campaign since like the 50s uh at least here in america yeah it's much better in europe from what i understand i never believed you know, that everything here yeah everything here is replaced all all the fats here the animal fats are, are replaced by vegetable oil and it, it, it's I, I think it's actually been the most disastrous occurrence in in like the history of our civilization like i don't think i actually i genuinely believe that it's that it's sort of that like that was the original I mean, maybe maybe the uh you know whatever the psychological conditions that that allowed that to happen um you know, were the original sort of uh point of uh you know descent but you know that's that's really been i mean that's destroyed our our entire civilization i mean it's literally in everything here in the, in the u.s you go to if i go to the if i go to the grocery store right now almost every you know every packaged product will have will have some kind of soybean oil or canola oil or or mm. you know whatever kind of unnatural industrial <clears throat> ingredients in it uh that are you know that completely destroy your gut and destroy your mind as a result you know and 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 there's also you know just endocrine disruptor disruptors everywhere there's you know there's all kinds of little things that uh i don't know if you've heard of Solbra uh or not uh but he's i have sort of one of the leading people in this you have yes Yes. Yeah. So he's, he's like one of the leading people in this sort of, you know, uh, making people sort of biohacking, making people aware of these, of, of all of these things in, in our environment that uh, are sort of silently killing us really. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our tap water here is toxic. Uh, you know, the, 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 the our, 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 so many of our clothes are made from plastic. I mean, there's just so many, there's so many things that, that are contributing to, you know, loss of testosterone, even, uh, you know, that, yeah, but and, they and, all, want, and all sorts of health issues, you know, they want this, uh, slave class, you know, <clears throat> it's, uh, this is the uh, matrix I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. all these things are set up to make you this sort of slave mind with no power, no hormones, no, no energy, right. Mm. Just sort of this, 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 this Marvel enjoying Cheeto eating bug man it's you know, the that, final that has no life force yeah but yeah yes that's like but that's stage one uh stage two that's going to be what i call the great awakening uh where you have the sort of ubermensch over them again and they're gonna sort of be diluted into a different way of thinking that will enable them to act in certain ways i see it very clearly in some of the crypto communities and whatever that you know <clears throat> they well, think that, that because... yeah go, go ahead yeah like i'm not against crypto or anything like that it's not that i think is wrong per se but it's just like sort of like the spiritual thing that that i see pretty clearly happening to <clears throat> a lot of people where it's all just going to go back to Musk and DARPA and Starlink anyway, <clears throat> where it's probably eventually going to turn into a thing where you have to uh, verify your biometric ID in order to get it. And um, the road from that to like a QR code or chip or whatever is not too far yeah. behind. Well, so, you know, <laughs> I, I think, I think crypto is the tool, you know, it, yeah. I mean, it depends on to what degree it can really truly, remain decentralized from oh it's not decentralized already blackrock's getting into it and it's a big thing within 
the DARPA system. Like, uh, you know, the, the dude who uh, sort of invented Bitcoin or whatever, Bitcoin was a thing for CIA agents abroad so that they could store large amounts of wealth without getting caught. And uh, the inventor has always been sort of like mysterious. And in order to even have Bitcoin in the first place, you have to give them a picture of your passport. You can't just like get Bitcoin. You, you have to send them a picture of your passport. And in that picture of your passport is your entire person ID. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I'm not in crypto at all, so. Well, I have a friend who is one of the leading experts on Bitcoin in the world. So uh, I'll send you his name and you can follow him if you want to get into it. One thing I can say for sure is that <clears throat> you can definitely uh, become rich doing crypto. Like if you just like think about it, it's not too late either to get into it. But sure. I think it's a sort of like devil scheme. That's what I think from a spiritual perspective. And I am uh, one of the best friends of this dude who uh, is a sort of poster child for this thing. And he knows that I think that and he'll probably listen to this and we talk about it. That's what I think, you know. Um, and so that's just what that is. Um, but he's... <clears throat> very successful in it it's a good way of storing money me personally i invest everything i have in silver that i own myself i'm just gonna get heavy into silver my, my goal is to become if i have like a dream for myself i'm gonna finish my academic degree and whatever but i have nothing to do in the church i have nothing to do in academia i really have nothing to do in this culture at all like considering what they're talking about right here right now it's all just retarded sorry but it just is and even the people who are like sort of there's like some people who are like quote on awake here in Norway and they get caught up by these sort of like so-called dissidents like mini Joe Rogan's here and there but they're all sort of fronting their own thing and they're never really just saying what the fuck's happening in the first place with for instance the vaccines and whatever no one's actually saying what it actually is so there's a lot of fakery going on. So what I want to do is I want to uh, publish my own books. I want to start doing a lot of uh, wild sheep business, uh, just selling first and, and meat and whatever, because I think meat's going to become very valuable in the future. And then yes. um, far from people and have a sort of like academy slash church that I just have on my own uh, if i meet people along the way who seem to be able to contribute from other countries and whatever we could turn it into something more maybe but just like a thing for young people and whatever to get into so sort of like amish 2.0 uh, i do not want to touch crypto I, there's a bunch of things i don't want to touch i want to uh release myself from this whatever system thing and i think Getting into crypto, what I think is that the more wealth you have in crypto, the more the opposite of unleashed you are. That is, that is, I would say, the very definition of the matrix. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a that's a beautiful vision. I mean, I I I'm, I'm quite skeptical about crypto myself. Uh, you know, partly just because it's just not that interesting to me, honestly.
but um yeah i i i i feel there is a there is a very real part of me that you know is like you know just get land and disappear sort of thing uh yeah i think that's the best but i don't want to disappear i want to put them on display and then i'll rather just be arrested for it i don't care uh i, I want to call them out on all their shit and just let them know that i see them we see them and uh God's gonna have a word with them later. But, you know, I base myself more and more in the Christian faith, but not like a Bible thumping faith. Like, I think there's lots of stuff in the Bible that's not necessarily what they say it is because of how King James rewrote it and whatever. But the more I get into it, the more I believe that's the, the truth, basically. And so that is pushing me onward. Uh, it's been very developing for me to be, I've been studying theology to become a priest, but I don't know if they'll make me a priest because of some of the things going on. Um, a lot of subversion happening right now. Uh, the bishop here in Oslo, she is one of those moles. Like she recently had a drag show in her church, for instance. It's like you know uh, yeah. what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. It seems like the 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 only thing to do is to acquire resources, and then to you know to try to try to leverage that to curate you know at least your own life, right? To sort of you know at least at least be free from the you know the the immediate clutches of these of these people these institutions these these uh these ideas that are you know infecting infecting our and infecting you know the collective mind and uh you know i think i think uh people like us you know our, our mission in some sense is just to is to break free and then and then hopefully to if we can to you know ignite the flame and other people who mm -hmm. who in the few who see and who have the instincts to to perceive that there is more to this reality than than um the, the people in power want you to believe yeah that's true i think spirituality holds the key as i said earlier I don't know. Like, I have sort of traced, and uh, what I've I've gone back to to the Enlightenment to find out all about these motherfuckers from the Royal Royal Society, the Fabians and the Jacobins, and uh, some of the Zionists and the Marxists and all, all these people, uh, like how they operate, what they think, what they believe, and and all that type of stuff. And uh, what I've discovered myself is that what they always do as like their first play is uh, a part of the demoralization campaign is always always from their side to turn everything into like a materialistic sort of reductionism gig or scheme where you get people to not believe in anything anymore 
that's always the first point. But then whenever they're trying to recruit some of retards for doing stupid shit, then they always put it into a spiritual lens where it's this like sort of like occult lodges and whatever. And these like new movements, like the new age movement, and aliens and all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's always what they do because they know I think they've figured out that thing that I've figured out about spirit juice. Like uh, people with spirit juice can defeat people without spirit juice. I really mean yes. it. If you if you have like 10 men, okay, I can't say 100. That's a bit exaggerated. But if you have 10 men and then you go and they all have spirit juice and they're like really, really ready to go, they could fuck up 40 men at least like 40 maybe 50 men without spirit juice you know because they're yeah. just like sort of you know they, their yeah. guts are all fucked up from all the shit they're eating and they're fat slow lazy and stupid yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, this is this is uh you know I, I i i see like what we have to do i think is create you know some some there has to be some cohesion of you know people with spirit juice have to get together and have to and have to resist this stuff they have they have to just you know live live as as you know they know as we know human beings are supposed to live mm. you know we just have to i think we just have to embody that ideal that ideal of beauty and 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 you know maybe truth and goodness if you want to throw those in there faith this this faith perhaps yeah sure sure according it's a, to the greek philosophers faith is the highest of the trinity of the in the chaldean uh trinity of whatever uh, truth faith no truth love and faith yeah yeah i i uh that's what needs to happen that's what needs to happen that's this is why you know it's it's becoming aware of these things and becoming becoming someone of 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 competence and you know an awareness and and coming to consciousness and becoming successful and, and being everything you can be is it's such a selfless thing because there's there's only you know most people are just not doing anything and mm. if you can do something if you can do if you can do something and and you can have you can have that something uh be impactful be, be you know impactful on on other people on if you can make them, if you can wake other people up, if you can, sh if you can show them that their instincts aren't wrong, that there is something wrong with the modern world, that there is, there is a, there is a, a world that the, that the, the, the world of their imagination for, for the way the world could be is actually possible. And that the imagination is not just some abstract thing, but it actually is the mechanism by which we, by which we bring uh, potentialities into, into, reality it's it's you know the mind everything begins in the mind everything that you possibly that, that you bring you can possibly bring to the world has to be imagined first it has to be it has to be uh, you know go through has to flow through your consciousness first and you know that's that's inspiring to me because it's it's you know it gives it gives it gives me agency it gives people agency to know that To know that uh, their their ambitions and their their thoughts actually can change the world, and you know that's that's how 
that's how culture was ever built in the first place. That's how civilization was ever built in the first place. I've had some weird ass trippy dreams the last year since I talked to you. Just really weird dreams, like visions. I've had visions in my dreams sometimes. But that'll become a bit schizo for this type of content. It's just weird. I've, I've just had strange experiences ever since uh, that whole COVID thing started, but especially the last 12 months. It's been, I don't know, every second month I have some sort of weird vision where it's not really a dream. And if you live in a beautiful area, uh, I live in a beautiful area. There's a river right by. Sometimes I see there. There's beautiful colors and just uh, the smell of something nice and how beautiful all of that stuff can be. And it's just these atoms. And when you really boil it down as a materialistic reductionist, you just find the same types of atoms and little things. And then you go into the quantum physics of it, where you have these like honestly don't remember the names yeah electrons uh electrons they're charged a certain way and you can do something called a slit experiment where you take them through this thing and then if mathematics was a real thing now of course it's real but uh what they've found out is that you can't uh presuppose which result you're going to get because at some point those electrons they turn out black or white at some point by some process they don't know that electron is hypercharged somewhere else where we don't even we're not even there and it happens in the nano split of a millionth of a second and then it turns either black or white and there is no mathematical way to foresee if it's going to turn black or white and uh, so reality itself seems like a code that doesn't mean that i think that this is a simulation I kind of do a little bit, but not in the way that people think now, because the way that it's being pushed out right now is sort of like that Netflix simulation where, yep. where it's sort of like to make you not really care, you know, to make right. it. It's, it's a nihilism. Yeah, nihilism. Point, yeah. yeah, and the multiverse is where the multiverse, you know. It is a simulation and it's a testing ground and God is real. I really believe all that. Now, I have a Christ-specific view, which is much more philosophical than what it is. Uh, theological, I won't like ar make arguments for it right now, but it's just all this is really interesting. And uh, as soon as you get someone to sort of see that a little bit, because what I've noticed myself uh, personally is the people who fall for all this shit repeatedly and who go along with the most evil stuff are also in a told other people before anyone who like follows my podcast and listens to all this is gonna like roll his or her eyes now because i've said it so many times but the people who are like proudly atheists who don't believe in anything they're also the same fuckers who go along with the most evil and retarded shit in the world yeah of course yeah. it's you know and 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 those people are always you know, like 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 the like you know the 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 average bugman Marvel fan, like wh like what do you think he, he what do you think he's doing? He's worshiping gods, right? He's worshiping heroes. Like it's it's a it's a very ironic you know 
you can't you can't you can't escape the the you know the that that uh, you know people at least the masses will always worship something right they they, they need something. Yeah, and especially in the Marvel case, it's kind of interesting because yeah. those gods actually perfectly mimic the old Mesopotamian gods. It's not really even just Thor and Odin and the older Roman pantheon. It actually goes all the way yeah. back yeah, to I think Mesopotamia. I, yeah, I've, I think I've seen that that uh, comparison somewhere. But yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, it's it's just you know it's just one of those things that it's it's so obviously you know uh, not uh, it's it's so obviously not just you know just a just a TV show right for for these for these people or just a just a pro just a you know an entertainment thing uh, yeah. you know and it and it's so symptomatic of 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 where we are that uh, that these comic book heroes are, are worshipped in this way and i'm not saying that like you know i'm 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 quite fond of batman of of, of many of uh, the batman stories uh, because they're extremely archetypal and they uh they're actually uh many of them you know, you know the villains are actually have quite deep motivations i mean there's you know there's there's value to be found in these in these stories that are you know uh that might seem otherwise childlike but um yeah it's it's a uh, that's a that's a really it's, i mean it's the same thing with sports right i mean the, the the amount of guys who here that i see you know who are who watch sports but that you know they themselves it's a, it's essentially like a voyeuristic act right where they're, they're watching it's like they know the stats of all of the the players on this team but they but they don't you know all they that all they do is sit there and watch other men pl you know play play the sport and be athletic and, and be successful and like you know they just Kind of sit around and and uh, and and live through them. Yeah, well, it's all it's <clears throat> all these symptoms of modernity, right? Yeah, but it, it was like that before too, you know, with the Colosseum and, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, yeah, with modernity, uh, yeah, what what you said earlier with the gut and whatever, I think that's a big part of it. But the thing is, though. Uh, what we are truly witnessing right now unfolding before our eyes is uh, a death cult in the process of exterminating themselves. They are <clears throat> eradicating themselves with these vaccines. Like I said, I don't want to be COVID posting too much, but I wrote the sub stack about this. You can see all the peer-reviewed or soon-to-be peer-reviewed science linking it up with cancer, DNA alteration, and sterilization. And that's just three things. There's fucking 500 more things with them. And uh, they've gone into that. And when they don't do that, then uh, it's like, oh, yeah, we need to uh, sterilize children now. And then, like, as you can see in Canada now, they're like... Uh, yeah, uh, if someone's like a teenager and they have a depression, uh, they should just be able to commit suicide because that's human ethics, you know? <laughs> it's like human ethics, yeah. It's so yeah. fucking, you know, and, you know, okay, so 
<laughs> no, that, I mean, that's the irony, right? It's like, oh, like we we care about people. We care about people's feelings. It's like, what what happens when you prioritize people's feelings? When you prioritize, uh, you know, when you when you allow weakness essentially to be the highest weakness and so-called justice to be like the highest values, you end up destroying the very thing you're protecting. It's like, yes, you, you, you eliminate. It's like, all right, guys, like. Our, our ideal society is equal and uh, no, vi no, no violence, no, no, uh, you know, no unfairness, just, just like bliss, right? Just bliss. And what, the, what they're, what they're going to discover is that nature, nature always wins. And so what, so yeah, that what they, what they're doing is only destroying themselves because, well, because it's pretty incredible. We even, we have the power to do that, right? At this scale, but yeah, it's incredibly, it's incredibly sad. They want to return to the womb, and they will return yes, to the womb. Yes, exactly. Um, but it's like, you know, I see this clearly now with environmentalism and DMT, the DMT uh, climatard script, <laughs> where, uh, you yeah, know, it's like, yeah. back to Gaia, Mother Nature, oh, ayahuasca, the spirit of the forest has uh, spoken to me. And then it's just like, you know, we need to go back to <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's like, no, you don't understand. And basically what all they're saying, all of these people, all of them, basically any sort of woke type libtard stuff uh, in whatever fashion you can shape. And uh, it's just all the same shit. And it's always the same thing. It's just like, we need to kill ourselves, <laughs> you know? And then, you know, okay maybe you do and you know there are issues with overpopulation and whatever but i see it through the spiritual and christian centric lens i feel like it's like it's exactly what the devil would say because so like the devil the whole thing about him is that he thought all the creation was very beautiful except humans like we were the big problem. Like, how could you do this? How could you create these fucking retards, which we are, obviously, just look around you. He was right on that. We are retards. Uh, but to like elevate them in such a way and create humans in your image, that is preposterous. And therefore he rebelled. And so like, if there is some psych type of archetype, and I really believe that, I believe in both Lucifer and Aleman, and I think both of them are in play right now. But I really do believe that that is exactly the type of shit that the devil would say. Where it's like, oh yeah, all these humans, look at this rainforest that they're de uh, destroying. We need to get rid of all the humans. And like, oh, look at this. Every time I put on the BBC, a nature show, I just hear the devil. Like when he mm. talks in this beautiful British accent. Oh, the beautiful, you know, David Attenborough, the beautiful caterpillar. <laughs> of the Thai forest, but uh, uh, because of human expansion and oh, humanity, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. David, is David Attenborough is the Antichrist. Yes, <laughs> David Attenborough is the Antichrist. He's going to be reborn. <laughs> He's going to come back <laughs> and just be like, the caterpillar has that's, returned. <laughs> that's why, is he dead? Is he, wait, is he still I, alive? I thought he was dead. Oh, wait, is he not dead? After I'm gonna Google say, it right now. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me see. David Attenborough. He's still alive. He is the Antichrist now. 
confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like, you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you can't take totally. it like word for word, but just like, I don't know, an anti-human nature and spirit. And I feel like I see that with some of the more intelligent, awakened friends that I have. Like I said, like, I know yeah, some well, people, I, I... you know, in the crypto community and they're all like, they're really smart and they're very self-sufficient and they're just like, you know, uh, they kind of like make up these excuses, like with the vaccine, when I keep telling them and that is killing people and they're like, well, you know, we do have a problem with overpopulation and in the West, we've had all these useless people that have just breeded and whatever, and they're right. But at the same time, you're not supposed to say that, you know? <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. let you well, have the word now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's an issue, right? Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, I think I, you know, it's it's you see it in Christianity too. I think modern Christianity, anyway. I mean, it's in the church, right? It's that's sort of the that's sort of my big thing with Nietzsche and and Christianity and and sort of my I don't know. I guess my preference for at least at this point in time for for uh, you know a Nietzschean view of life or a view way of way of living or at least extrapolated somewhat from Nietzsche's philosophy uh and you know perhaps I don't know hell perhaps Nietzsche's philosophy and 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 Hellenism uh as a you know sort of using those the ideas in those as, as more seem like more exciting interesting uh, ideas full of life than uh which is what we need. We need more life. We need more. We need more affirmation of of what it mean of of you know being of, of what it means to be human, of humanity itself. A positive affirmation of uh, of the beauty that humanity is capable of representing and being and uh, adding to the world to to you know to nature. Uh, and I think lots of Christianity is just is just the opposite of that. It's sort of it's just this. You know, a lot of it seems like this sort of, you know, the sort of priestly, like rationalizing mind taking over and, 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 and eventually leading to, yeah, to, to liberalism, to democracy, to socialism, to, you know, these, these collective movements that just end up being death cults, you know, and that was, I think that was actually, that was the, the you know, Nietzsche's main point about, Christianity at least it has that the, the danger of of devolving into that and I think it I think it has I'm not you know obviously not all of Christianity but uh but I think I think it's it's uh it's had that issue well <clears throat> there I there I would uh, disagree quite quite heavily like I agree uh that's one way of seeing it and it's your experience of it and it is what the church has been for a long time um so if we're talking church yeah sure thing but when it comes to to the words to the words of christ and the holy trinity and the development that happened in that period i would say that is myself uh on a spiritual and intellectual uh level superior to Nietzsche's sort of uh, uh, ravings like he he went mad after a while 
And I think the main thing about him, honestly, is that he was schizophrenic and uh, he wrote a bunch of stuff about, uh, you know, Nietzsche against the Christ and whatever. Um, but well, yeah, then, so yeah. I, I actually, I should have, I guess I should have said the church because that's more what I mean. I think it's actually more what Nietzsche thought. Um, you know, he actually does defend Christ in the Antichrist, from what I understand. He, mm. he talks. He talks yes. a lot about, well, it's, he, the book is called The Antichrist. It really should be called Anti-Christian. I mean, I think that's that's the real, that's the better title. Uh, in the yeah, more, more... I, I understand that. And he yeah. was a bit all over the place. And when I say that he was schizophrenic, that's not me trying to discredit him. Uh, the fact that yeah, he, well, he, def he definitely I, was. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he was likely schizophrenic uh, just gives him a higher regard in my mind, honestly, than a lower one when it comes to his ability to tap into the collective unconscious and such things. But the, there are some now <clears throat> I've done talks on Nietzsche before and I've been really into it. And I've been really into uh, personally sort of going against him and some of my podcasts where I talk solo um I can't really fetch the arguments again but there's a bunch of stuff about Nietzsche that is really uh, counterintuitive to to some of the things that I see in the world honestly uh and when it comes to the words of Christ he always said the same thing that they would come in his name and start uh, enacting blasphemies. But when it comes to the early church fathers, such as, here it is, uh, Irenaeus, uh, an apologetic methodology, a neo-patristic presupposition, whatever, uh, big, big word. But I really recommend that you read some of the church fathers and get into it in your spare time if you feel that, like you have the time sometimes. Uh, because anything after World War I is tainted, and especially after 1948. You cannot find philosophy after 1948 that is not tainted by the New World Order project uh, to some extent, even the things that would seem counterintuitive to it. And so when it comes to, for instance, the church fathers and how, because you were talking about the church, therefore I feel like I can invoke this. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to metaphysics, Aristotelian, Plutian, and uh, the yeah, Platonic ideals of kinesis and energia and stuff like that. I really think that someone, a thinker like you, I think you would gain a lot from this because it goes into Dionysus, which is a thing that Nietzsche invoked plenty of times, like he called himself Dionysus. Um, and Dionysus's return and Neoplatonism. Uh, there's a lot of shit to be learned about this. Um, but yeah, when it comes to his critique, you know, his critique is the same critique as Orwell makes 
against the people who call themselves the socialists. It's the same case to people, it's the same type of people. He's just talking about the normies. In his time, the Christians were the normies. In our age and time today, of course you have a bunch of weirdos online, but in our age and time today, when, from what I can see personally, and I may be uh, whatever, what is it called when you're pushed towards a certain way of seeing things, but it's not correct. And maybe prejudice, misled. I don't know. Yeah, misled, I don't know. N not misled, but I may be like, uh, <clears throat> of course, as a Christian and a person into theology, I may be going into a wrong way of seeing it. But what I've discovered through my 14 years now, digging into this and I don't have all the words in my head unfortunately but I'm writing some books about it but um, when it when it comes to uh, Christianity and revelations and spirituality and whatever versus the Nietzschean sort of uberman way and Jung and whatever what I have discovered is that a lot of the people who, who I see right now, and that does not, of course, render the argument that Christianity is real and Nietzsche was wrong or any, any such thing, but a lot of the most red-pilled people that I am finding, especially right now, and some of the people sort of contributing to the reawakening process are uh alternative christians they at least have that spiritual thing when it comes to nietzsche and i've really gone through a lot of his stuff there's not much of that spiritual it's more of like a distortion and a condemnation of of several things but most of all himself hmm. yeah i think i think there's definitely a, a sort of um, self-loathing character to Nietzsche, at least, it, well, maybe not self-loathing, but just sort of always, he, he always felt he was sort of insufficient, right? I mean, he like his health was terrible. And, he, you know, his, I, I would say, if there's one thing that defines Nietzsche from what, from, you know, my perspective of him, that, you know, his, his highest sort of value in some sense was health. Or, or strength maybe right or you know some 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 combination of those two things and uh same as yeah, with so marx work, work is the measure of man and it never worked <laughs> yeah i think i think it's i think it's slightly different than than marx yeah, okay yeah i mean i i think i think that marx is i think i think i think really that marx was 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 just sort of a maybe he used work as sort of the you know that, that I, I think his that sort of philosophical view of work was almost more just a just a way to uh, essentially uh, put put socialism forth, right? I, mm. I think that I think that more than anything, Marx was motivated, and I think Peterson is right about this. That Marx was just sort of a resentful character. I mean, you know, I haven't I haven't read Marx extensively, so I'm not going to say. Yeah, there's no you know value in in his writings uh but but you know that's i i don't i don't see nietzsche as as a nihilist like i don't i i, I see him fundamentally as a, as someone 
who's anti-nihilistic, even if he, you know, was often schizo and depressed and like, you know, uh, suffering from, from, you know, neurose, various neuroses. Like, I, you know, I, I think, I think fundamentally he, he had a positive vision. Uh, um, and that's more, that's more than, I, I, I guess, I guess the main thing is just that it's, it's, it's been such a powerful opposing force to, uh, you know, modern narratives about well okay so nietzsche came into the center stage of a lot of discourse everyone talks about nietzsche but very few actually understand what nietzsche is about uh but okay so it had a positive force but what has happened since he came uh onto the stage do, do you feel like he has been proven as, as a prophet in some sense of the word, uh, or, or, or what do you think is going on like with him? If he's had a big impact on intellectual thought, <clears throat> what has he uh, sort of produced? I mean, it seems to me like a lot of the philosophers who came after him who cite him as an example don't didn't really understand him themselves they they or, or they, maybe they did and they just they just you know cherry picked what what uh what elements they they wanted to use and to cite as you know as as their as their own you know as uh, as a bridge to their own philosophy mm, no that's uh, that could be uh, yeah well i mean I think I think fundamentally that people like we just haven't been ready for his philosophy in many ways. Like we just people just haven't been, you know. And this is something he said. He said I think he said something like, you know, that the world won't be ready for my for my books for you know, two hundred years or something. Hmm. Uh, so you know, he I, I think I think a lot of it is just that we're you know we our consciousness hasn't hasn't come to see Nietzsche for what he is you know the this this sort of view there's 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 like a few characters of Nietzsche right like there's the one that Jordan Peterson presents and and uh, Walter Kauf, Walter Kaufman you know who's like one of the major translators that in English that people read um you know their their character their the way they portray Nietzsche is sort of just this like this existentialist uh this like deep thinking existentialist uh, you know, sort of uh, philosopher, you know, who's very, you know, individualist and, and you know, uh, you know, life, life is suffering sort of thing. Um, and then there's the view that he's just sort of this, this petty nihilist, athe atheistic nihilist who's, you know, who, who is, who is basically the catalyst for Foucault and uh, Derrida and, you know, all this kind of ridiculous postmodern philosophy that, uh, that, that, you know, has only led to negative cultural uh, outcomes, as I see it. And, and, as, yeah. <clears throat> and as those people see it, uh, but, and then there's, you know, I think, I think the reality of Nietzsche is that um, I think, I think the, I think the way he would describe himself most fun most fundamentally, or I think that, you know, what's most fair is that he's an anti-nihilist. I think, I think that he's, and he, you know, he, he, he says this in, uh, in genealogy of more, 
morals. I think at the end of the second, uh, second, second uh, chapter or or section, uh, you know that that the the Ubermensch, or, or or although I don't think he says Uber, he doesn't specifically call it the Ubermensch, um, but the the person to carry on the work that he's doing, or or you know the to carry on the vision for for uh, for what he sees as good or maybe not good, but, uh, you know, healthy for, for us, for humanity and for, for, for humans and for culture, you know, is, is someone who is an anti-nihilist is someone who is, uh, who's, uh, you know, who is, you know, perhaps beyond good and evil in the sense that they, they, you know, accept the, they, they accept the nature, the, the true nature of life. They don't resist it. Right. There's no, they, they just learn to master reality. They learn to master nature. And that's a, you know, I think that's a positive vision. And I think that, I think that's something that, that all men can, can, uh, can strive to in a way that's more applicable than, you know, a lot of what the church, for instance, might say. Um, but again, it's, but, you know, Christianity is so broad, right? There's so much, there's so much there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so broad <clears throat> and uh, all-encompassing. Now, uh, I think it's really interesting to talk about this. I, I had a feeling we were going to touch on some Nietzsche tonight, but I'm so outdated on his writings. I just know that I've read a lot and I've done some talks on it before in relation to some of my podcasts that I do on what I label Christianity, which is just a form of uh, psychology, really. But uh, one thing that I find really interesting is that every time historically in the European sphere, uh, whenever we see some type of... Uh, really fucked up shit happening they always go after christianity first and uh, like i said i've been into like sort of like the red pill community now i'm not replying to what you said sufficiently by getting into this but i just find it interesting how like with my faith and background and whatever i I've really gotten into some like sort of like weird topics with like the antediluvian mythos and the story of the snake and the Garden of Eden and then the Gnostics and the Demiurge and all that type of stuff. And I feel like sort of having that faith right there can be supremely uh, revitalizing and that Nietzsche. There's not many times that I have heard in my modern life on the jungle telegraph sort of dissident sphere word that was just on my ears before I even started going online with anything at all. I can count more times than I have both fingers and toes that someone has started talking about 
Nietzsche and what Nietzsche was talking about and what he actually meant and how it relates to that person. But it's not very often I've heard people talk about, for instance, Christ or the nature of God in in any type of fashion. And um, so you could say all kinds of stuff when it, to go back to Nietzsche. Like some people, they would say that Nietzsche, he had, uh, he was responsible for Nazism, you know, <laughs> like retarded yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like people can just put him wherever they want to. Uh, but as a single person, and given the circumstance of the time of his writing, it's all very interesting. And I need to get back into it to just do a little repeat so that I brush up on my knowledge on the subject but i would recommend like i said earlier i would really recommend for you i i think it would be very worthwhile for you as a philosopher as a thinker and as an entrepreneur to get into for instance Irenaeus and some of the church fathers and some of the older stuff uh, because a lot of the stuff that Nietzsche draws inspiration from and that he critiques and a lot of ways of being is already on display in those older books uh, like you could say that he is like an example of what they're putting forth right there uh, that does not mean that he is wrong um, but, you know, sometimes I think maybe Nietzsche was possessed by a demon or several because he had superhuman knowledge about things. But at the same time, he was driven into the ground and going mad and whatever. And I very much believe in the spiritual and I believe in possession because I've seen it with my own eyes. But it's been years since I've seen it now. Um, but... I think maybe that's part of it, like some sort of like, but he was still like, of course, brilliant. And I'm not saying that getting into him is wrong or whatever. I need to do it myself. Uh, but I really think that you would benefit from getting into some of the older texts, like go before 1900 and before everything <laughs> back to the, 400 bc <laughs> yeah no i mean I'm, I'm certainly open to reading well i'm open to reading anything actually but uh i'm certainly open to reading uh, any any of the any any anything you recommend uh yeah and then you can recommend you can recommend something for me um one thing i would really recommend I'll, I'll just send you a picture on instagram later just like okay. a book um and the reason for that is kind of cut and dry but if you read through that, he goes through everything categorically. He goes through uh, like the development of the Holy Trinity and what other people believed and how that related to other things in Dionysus and Anagia and demonic presence and what they thought about that and whatever. And it's just like if 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 you read some of that and also read Nietzsche, then you see certain things for more than just Nietzsche's word. Hmm. Because that's one critique that I would make. And I agree with the critique of the church and I'm not a church fan myself. But when it comes to Nietzsche and 
the value of his work and like you said it's going to take 200 years for people to understand it all, all type of stuff it's ju- it's still just opinions of one man sure he, he didn't develop it in relation to someone else he, he wasn't critiqued live while doing it as he was sort of a madman and a genius and so it is his own opinion about many things and then he takes on different characters and different roles and that's why i suspect uh, possession to be in the picture because of his hyper intelligence in certain matters and his uh, prophetic ability but at the same time how his body and mind deteriorated that you know uh that's just my two cents i guess <laughs> no he was definitely possessed by something and and mm. uh and you know i i don't i don't you probably can't have that that level of insight without extreme cost right that that's it's like that's just probably a natural law of some kind uh <laughs> yeah maybe so you know that's yeah, you know, and a lot of people try to use that as, like, you know, uh, as as reason to disregard all of his work, and it's you know that's just sort of the easy way out, right? But, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm I'm certainly uh, I've read some Plato um, as well. I mean, like, I certainly, you know, want to read. I want to have some grasp of just sort of the history of philosophy, uh, of Western philosophy, anyway. Um, although the Eastern philosophy, there's also plenty of Eastern philosophy yeah. that's interesting. Um, that's why I'm going to recommend this book. I'm going to send you a picture, but I'll just uh, say for my listeners, it's um, by David Bradshaw. It's called Aristotle, East and West, Metaphysics and the Division of Christendom. And it goes through the Aristotelian beginnings, the prime mover, between Aristotle and Plotinus, Plotinus and the theory of two acts, Platonian heritage in the West's, West, God, demons, and theory, uh, theurgy, and, and all the way up until Aquinas. And it's really interesting because you can clearly see how a lot of this stuff has shaped the minds of people, including Nietzsche later. Like you, you just see certain patterns playing out again that has already been de- discussed. But even more so, I would recommend some of the church fathers. Uh, for instance, uh, Saint Ephraim the Syrian. Uh, now he was mainly a poet, but uh, he is one of the earliest Christian father writers from the Cappadocian mountains uh, and like I said he, he wrote mostly poetry but it's really good poetry and uh, as a philosopher and as a thinker having gotten into Nietzsche and some of the modern problems I really do think that there's a lot of stuff hidden way back there that you could learn a lot from especially if you're coming to see the Greek society in a certain light uh, in relation to some of the challenges that we're facing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I certainly, I'm certainly, uh, certainly want to dig into to anything and everything. 
if you have the time. Now, I need to get back into Nietzsche. Um, but anyway, it's been really good talking to you tonight. Um, you're saying that you want to get into uh, entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship. Um, do you have like a, a sort of plan for what, what you're doing uh, momentarily or are you just, you're figuring it out? Because you're only 19, so it doesn't really, like I'm 32, so, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. never too late, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I figured I, you know, I'd rather get a head start than, uh, than, than not, I mm -hmm. guess. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still very much still figuring things out and, you know, I suppose I will be for, forever in, in some sense. But uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, it's it, selling information um of of some kind um you know sort of personal branding basically is seems like it's uh it's it's almost necessary it doesn't even matter what you do right like there's even if you're a house cleaner or like you know something like that like you you know you can you can you can enhance your business you know, just by creating some kind of online presence. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, that's, I think, I think a lot of people, you know, sort of cope by saying it, they sort of protect their ego by, by not, you know, by not engaging online at all, at least publicly. I've not done uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it depends, depends on, on, you know, the individual person, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I see, I see social media and the internet as, you know, equally terrible and also incredibly fruitful um, enterprises. I, I honestly so, uh, think it's, uh, it's, I, I think it's amazing. Now, uh, I've been severely uh, shadow banned bunch of times because of all my COVID posting and whatever. Um, yeah. And I, I'm probably going to leave soon. Now Musk, he's getting into uh, Twitter and whatever. It's, we're going to be talking about biometric uh, verification really soon. And then the, the fiat money system is going to go boom, bust, bye-bye. And then it's all going to be about the crypto and then you'll need your passport and then eventually your fingerprint. And then, you know, as I said, I, I feel like it's a bit of a cope, but because we're talking about DARPA and all that type of stuff, uh, I wouldn't put it past it that we end up in a situation in which these wars and tribulations upon the earth, they just increase and uh, most places are rendered useless unless you have your access to the Starlink system. And then eventually we end up with the sort of market of beast type of situation. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it would be crazy if I was like, this is the market of the beast and you need to repent. You know, that's not what I'm saying. But it, it seems like... <clears throat> Uh, likely, but at the same time, it's sort of like because we're in a really deep demoralization campaign, and uh, I really think it is the AI and the bug in the system, the bug not in the bug within the thing, and uh, that is sort of like playing humanity. And as we're, we already have established that we are seeing a suicide cult in 
the guise of uh, progressivism. And for that yeah. to even be a thing, something else must have gone wrong behind that. It's like if you see a symptom of something, like, <clears throat> for instance, okay, back to the vaccine. So like, uh, if, uh, for instance, even if just, there's just two cases of people getting mad cow disease and they can prove that it is from the vaccine, then that suggests something else again, you know, like something is going on. And as you called it, the matrix, but at the same time, it seems like cope. Uh, but, <clears throat> you know, my suggestion would be to uh, continue doing exactly what you're doing because you seem to be on the right uh, path. I'm going to send you this uh, book that I just recommended to you, and then I'm going to get back into some. Nietzsche stuff, uh, but you're so young and you're so intelligent and uh, you just need to uh, keep the spirit juice. That's the most important thing. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, it definitely takes, takes uh, some, you know, you have to, you have to keep, keep at it. It's not something necessarily that you, that you, you know, just always have. It's something you have that has to be uh, fostered. Mm -hmm. I think some people, you know, obviously, some people just have that spark, right? But uh, it has to it has to be continually um, helped along. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I want to help. I want to help other guys. Uh, you know, light that fire as well, because I, you know, I know what I've been through. You know, even just, you know through high school, through, through middle school and high school. And, and then, you know, into now where I am, uh, you know, I, I understand how, I understand the struggle of, of being a young dude, especially in, uh, in this culture and in this world. Um, I can only side, imagine, you know. like I'm, I'm, I'm much older than you and uh, the demoralization was starting to begin. And, you can't really say that the 2000s was a great time of uh, cultural development. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it was kind of happy, you know, American Pie, those retarded movies and whatever. And people were just like sort of fucking around and doing their thing, you know, traveling yeah. to Thailand, traveling the world. It's like the world is at your feet. And then you guys are just growing up and then it's just like, you're not the gender you think you are. You will fucking take this vaccine or go to a camp. You know, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. What happened like, in 20 years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but like what the fuck you know uh so you know i i think uh it must have created a lot of mental health issues uh obviously <laughs> yeah well there were you know there were things in my personal life and and you know that were well that actually aren't that rare you know really but um but yeah it's also just the culture and and you know the culture lies to young men more than anyone it's uh mm. it's really really it's really Really against them and um you know but it also that, that also gives me fire to keep going because i know you know if, <laughs> in some sense i'm fighting the world you know and it's uh, now it's really against know, women way. too it is it, true it's it true started, yeah, it's, it's it against started, humans you know yeah it started with men you know that is the sort of like process of the anti-human bug thing yeah. to start with men because that's the strength and then you go to the women because that's the care and love of society and then eventually you end up at the children because that's the future of society so it's like a very systematic yes. of 
all of humanity. It's like an anti-human. Yes, and so I think that's worth fighting. Thing, you know, yeah, it is worth fighting. Yeah, that's 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 what we're fighting. Whether you're, you know, whether you believe, uh, you know, explicitly, and you know, unless you explicitly consider yourself a Christian or 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 you know, I don't know, a, a Nietzschean vitalist. Like, it doesn't matter too much. It, it really right? doesn't matter right now. It, and no. and uh, there, those are there's certain values which are above mm. all those things. And I think I think you know you and I share um, that sort of fire and that 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 will to life, you might say. Um, mm. And so yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at. I'm not going away. No, and me neither. Um, and it's been great uh, catching up with you again. I, uh, I'm going to watch some of your uh, bodybuilding uh, things and whatever. And uh, <laughs> I hope you do well in all regards. I completely understand that you don't want to have anything to do with academia. I don't either, but you know, I've already invested five years. So yeah. why not do the last year? But uh, it's been... It's not been a waste of time because I've learned a lot of Greek and Hebrew, and now I'm going to be getting into Latin. But Greek is always going to be my main thing just because I think it's the most beautiful language of them. It's just a beautiful language. I just like how it looks and how it sounds. And it's rational. With ancient Hebrew, you're getting into some like hieroglyph territory there. I'm like very confused right now in my classes. And it's like, it's just yep. like these like symbols and whatever. And, you know, they don't make sense. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, right. you know, what the fuck, you know, and everywhere yeah, around yeah. me, everyone just looks like a big question mark. It's like, what <laughs> is this dude talking about? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to learn Greek. I, I certainly, uh, I almost, had the opportunity to this year but uh didn't really didn't really form um but yeah it was um to, to actually uh like take a you know formal course um but yeah it's um yeah I, I would love to i definitely would love to learn greek i think i think uh i think you know studying those past languages opens up a whole other world I think you should become an academic, but not like that. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> that's the same with me. I, I'm getting my own brand, like with, with my little podcast. And yeah. I really need to stop shit posting about the vaccines and about all kinds of shit <laughs> that's wrong. I, re I know I do, but just can't <laughs> shut the fuck up because those people piss me yeah. off so much. I just fucking, you know, seriously, I wish I could get my hands on one of those people like who have been doing this to other people but uh as soon as i manage to do that and get back to poetry and all that shit uh i can just you know continue to grow and then i'll have my podcast and i'll have my telegram like people then they can choose to take a step deeper into the rabbit hole and eventually you know the earth is flat and if you don't repent tomorrow you will burn in hell forever <laughs> no i don't mean that. but like uh, you know uh you should become an academic but just uh figure out some type of work that you can do you don't have to make much money in the beginning but just do something and then you can put that money into something else you could get into crypto. I can send you the name of my friend. He <clears throat> is a big crypto guy, but I really like, like I said earlier, I cannot for the life of me 
figure out anything more synonymous with just instead of just dipping your toe, putting your entire foot into the water. If the water is a pool and the matrix is a shark in the pool, let's say that having a social media account, that's like dipping your little finger. Having a metaverse account is like putting your hand in and actually sending a picture of your passport to the Bitcoin system. That is like literally diving into the fucking pool, swimming into the middle of it and taking a shit in the middle of the pool. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I mean that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's not to discourage you or whatever, but it's just like these fuckers, they're so smart, but they just can't see, you know, what it actually is. Yeah, uh, I, I tend to agree. Yeah. You know, it's just so crazy. Like, how can it be that it's so decentralized? Why couldn't it just be that you just put your credit card there? You know, you can fucking yeah. go to Amazon and buy shit with just your credit card. You don't have to send them your passport. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? You know, it's like yeah, all it's these like, people with yeah. like their IQ is like 160, but they're still retarded. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's even crazier because that suggests yeah. something worse, like a sort of cognitive dissonance again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you for the talk tonight. It was really great to uh, get back in touch with you. And uh, I'm also uh, uh, bettering myself, doing some, uh, some workouts and whatever right now. Uh, I'm creating the anti-antichrist uh, workout program. <laughs> I'm going to publish. I'm going to make it you into know, a thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, do some coaching. Yes. Anti Antichrist so, program. Yeah. Yes, the anti Antichrist program. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's only fit for shit posters uh, <laughs> yeah, they... <laughs> and people who browse. They definitely need it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, Niels. Yeah, it was uh, awesome, Jordan. And uh, take care. We'll uh, stay in touch. I sent you some pictures now of the books that I recommend. All right. Thank in you. the meantime, I'm going to get into Nietzsche and write you a long thing about what I was trying to say earlier, because okay. it's a bit too complex for me to just uh, remember in my head as we were talking, but you'll get it soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, take care of yourself. Bye-bye. You too, my friend.